0: Today is the sixth day of March, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love Psalm for the sixth day. I will exalt you, O Lord, because you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you restored me to health. You brought me up, O Lord, from the dead. You restored my life as I was going down to the grave. Sing to the Lord, you servants of his. Give thanks for the remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endures but the twinkling of an eye, his favor for a lifetime. Weeping may spend the night, but joy comes in the morning. While I felt secure, I said, I shall never be disturbed. You, Lord, with your favor, made me strong as the mountains. Then you hid your face, and I was filled with fear. I cried to you, O Lord, I pleaded with the Lord, saying, What profit is there in my blood if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you or declare your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my wailing into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Therefore my heart sings to you without ceasing. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. In you, O Lord, have I taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Incline your ear to me, make haste to deliver me. Be my strong rock, a castle to keep me safe for you are my crag and my stronghold. For the sake of your name, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that you have secretly set for me, for you are my tower of strength. Into your hands I commend my spirit, for you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. I hate those who cling to worthless idols, and I put my trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad because of your mercy. For you have seen my affliction. You know my distress. You have not shut me up in the power of the enemy. You have set my feet in an open place. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with sorrow and also my throat and my belly. For my life is wasted with grief and my years are sighing. My strength fails me because of affliction and my bones are consumed. I have become a reproach to all my enemies and even to my neighbors, a dismay to those of my acquaintance. When they see me in the street, they avoid me. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am as useless as a broken pot. and in your loving kindness save me. Lord, let me not be ashamed for having called upon you. Rather, let the wicked be put to shame. Let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be silenced, which speak against the righteous, haughtily, disdainfully, and with contempt. How great is your goodness, O Lord! which you have laid up for those who fear you which you have done in the sight of all for those who put their trust in you. You hide them in the covert of your presence with those who slander them. You keep them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his love in a besieged city. Yet I said in my alarm, I have been cut off from the sight of your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the sound of my entreaty when I cried out to you. Love the Lord, all you who worship him. The Lord protects the faithful, but repays to the full those who act haughtily. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans, chapter one, beginning at the first verse. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the holy scriptures, the gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith, among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including yourselves who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all God's beloved in Rome, who are called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed throughout all the world. For God, whom I serve with my spirit by announcing the gospel of his Son, is my witness that without ceasing I remember you always in my prayers, asking that by God's will I may somehow at last succeed to come to you. For I am longing to see you, so that I may share with you some spiritual gifts to strengthen you, rather so that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I want you to know brothers and sisters that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been forbidden in order that I may reap some harvest among you as I have among the rest of the Gentiles. I am a debtor both to Greeks and to the barbarians, both to who the wise and the foolish, hence my eagerness to proclaim the gospel to you also who are in Rome. O Lord and ruler of the hosts of heaven, God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and of all their righteous offspring. You made the heavens and the earth with all their vast array. All things quake with fear at your presence. They tremble because of your power, but your merciful promise is beyond all measure. It surpasses all that our minds can fathom. O Lord, you are full of compassion Therefore, I make this prayer to you. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Do not let me perish in my sin, nor condemn me to the depths of the earth. For you, O Lord, are the God of those who repent, and in me you will show forth your goodness. Unworthy as I am, you will save me in accordance with your great mercy, and I will praise you without ceasing all the days of my life. For all the powers of heaven sing your praises, and yours is the glory to ages of ages. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 4, beginning at the 27th verse. Just then disciples of Jesus came. They were astonished that he was speaking with a woman, but no one said, What do you want? Or why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I had ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one has brought food and something to eat. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say four months more, then comes the harvest? But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages as in gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I had ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe. We have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. Here ends the readings. Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts. And let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion. And to our God, for he will richly pardon It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A Reflection from Monday, Week of Two Lent, a reading from the Catechetical Instructions of Cyril, Bishop of Jerusalem, from around the year 386. The Catholic Church glories in every deed of Christ. Her supreme glory, however, is the cross. Well aware of this, Paul says, God forbid that I glory in anything but the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. At Ceylon, there was a sense of wonder, and rightly so. A man born blind, recovering his sight. But of what importance is this, when there are so many blind people in the world? Lazarus rose from the dead. But even this only affected Lazarus. What are those countless numbers who have died because of their sins? Those five miraculous loaves fed 5,000 people. Yet this is a small number compared to those all over the world who are starved by ignorance. After eighteen years, a woman was freed from the bondage of Satan. But are we not all shackled by the chains of our own sins? For us all, however, the cross is the crown of victory. It has brought light to those blinded by ignorance. It has released those enslaved by sin. Indeed, It has redeemed the whole of humanity. Do not, then, be ashamed of the cross of Christ. Rather, glory in it. Although it is a stumbling block to the Jews and the follies of the Gentiles, the message of the cross is our salvation. Of course, it is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it was not a mere human being who died for us, but the Son of God, God made human. In the Mosaic Law, a sacrificial lamb banished the destroyer. But now it is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He will not free us from our sins even more? The blood of an animal, a sheep, brought salvation. Will not the blood of the only begotten Son bring us greater salvation? He was not killed by violence. He was not forced to give up his life. He was a willing sacrifice. Listen to his own words I have the power to lay down my life and to take it up again. Yes, he willingly submitted to his own passion. He took joy in his achievement. In his crown of victory he was glad, in the salvation of humanity he rejoiced. He did not blush at the cross, for by it it was to save the world. No, It was not a lowly human being who suffered, but God incarnate. He entered the contest of the reward he would win by his patient endurance. Certainly, in times of tranquility, the cross should give you joy. But maintain the same faith in times of persecution. Otherwise, you will be a friend of Jesus in times of peace and his enemy during war. Now you receive the forgiveness of your sins and the generous gift of grace from your king. When war comes, fight courageously for him. Jesus never sinned, yet he was crucified for you. Will you refuse to be crucified for him who for your sake was nailed to the cross? You are not the one who gives the favor. You have received one first. For your sake he was crucified on Golgotha. Now you are returning his favor. You are fulfilling your debt to him. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary O God, the author of peace and the lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us good land for our heritage. We humbly ask that you May always prove ourselves a people mindful of your favor and glad to do your will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united peoples the multitudes brought hither out of many kindreds and tongues